and welcome to um, <laughs> Consumer Culture. I'm Hannah Ord and I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Tamsin. I think it's very funny that neither of us are confident in the name that we've given I'm, our podcast. It, I'm growing into it. I... I'm growing out of it. Oh, really? No. No, I like... I think it's good. I just... I don't... I feel that it's so good that I don't know that we can claim it. Oh. Well, also, there's quite a few other podcasts that exist that call this, but that's fine. What? Yeah. Yeah, there's like three. I did a very brief search. Um, But I really think that it's very important if you have a podcast to make your name like the topic. Yeah. Because otherwise, not that we want to be found, because we don't. We're, Let the record show, we don't. <laughs> We've agreed that we don't want anyone to listen. Yeah. I'd say like 30 listeners is our ideal number of listeners. I would say less. Less. I would say... But like worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and most we got about them... 10 last time. So, so... guys, and that yeah. includes us. That includes us, anyway, Eric and Natalie. I think that we don't want to get like too inside baseball. We don't want to get too into the numbers here. Let's just get no, into it. Like we just... don't want to be too self-referential yeah. and break the format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, so hi guys. Um, it's been a while. It's been slightly longer than a week this time. Why? Oh, because it was my birthday It was your week. birthday! Yay! Did you have a nice birthday? I did, I did. I, I did have some sort of overwhelming hormonal changes I think going on in my body and also just naturally there's something quite emotional and freaky about birthdays. I always find them quite upsetting now. Yeah yeah. it wasn't like an aging thing because I I feel I am a 24 year old in fact I'm almost like do you keep thinking you're 25 because I think I'm 25 every single day of my life I'm confused by it. Yeah well maybe that's because you've been 24 for a while whereas I am. Okay (laughs) okay. Yes um but I, no, I feel 24, that sounds right. But there was just something going on. It was a lot of emotion. So I think I got through it fine. I didn't cry that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, yeah. we had a nice celebration, two, a whole two celebrations. We, I had three celebrations for no, my birthday, yeah. which is the minimum number you and can have. And not including your actual birthday. No, no, that was including my actual birthday. Oh, no, in that case you had four. Why? What do you what do you count? We went out on a Friday night. Yeah. We hit the town. We hit the town. We went clubbing, which you've never heard us do before. Yeah. It's... No one ever has, <laughs> and no one ever will again. Um, and then we went on a nice day out on the Sunday and we had lunch yes. and we wandered around. Then it was your actual birthday and you hung out with your family. Yeah. I was not invited. It's yeah. fine. Rude. Um and then this weekend you've oh. had a nice weekend. Oh my god. You've had a nice so right. hotel weekend. Yeah. My parents got me a stay in a hotel, which I should probably say, by the way, <laughs> I didn't tell you this because I was, thought you might judge me, but it was a holiday inn. <laughs> <laughs> it looked gorgeous. It was a bougie holiday inn, let me just say. It had a pool. Wow. So anyway, yeah. Where, where was it? Whereabouts in the world? It was in Shepparton, which is in southwest. It's outside of London. What? I cannot believe we got there. Our, every single train from Waterloo was cancelled yesterday because wow. of Eunice. Miss oh, yeah. Eunice. Miss, Miss Eunice. Miss Eunice. Um, yeah, every train was cancelled. I And the just one train wasn't cancelled. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been very upsetting if you hadn't made it. Um, yeah. You would yeah. have You would have cried. I really basically mm. was already crying. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, speaking of crying, so should I just t- in more detail reiterate the story about the man Please. in the gym? So I, I mentioned this briefly off air, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't count if it's off air. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. Um, I got there. I was like, I'm gonna go to the gym because I want to like 
purge my body and and like yeah just i love the feeling of a hotel gym a hotel gym and then swimming and then getting into bed and being like oh my god i'm I'm yeah my body is temple (laughs) so i went to the gym and then i was in there for like half an hour i'm very unsure of myself in a gym i don't frequent them often and there were a lot of like men in there Ew. And I went through like three different, four different machines and I was like, I hope I'm doing this right, you know? And it was just very upsetting and stressful. Then at the end, just as I'm like, oh, I did it. Like, wow. Like, what next machine should I use? This man comes up to me, this horrible man. And he was like, <clears throat> I think you've forgotten to wipe down the machines. And he said it in this very condescending way. Um... And everyone in the gym stopped to, like, look at me. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then I had to go around and wipe every machine that I'd used, oh, like God. a sort of walk of shame. I honestly, I just experienced a feeling I've never experienced before. And I, I ran out basically crying. It's ho- and then I ran up the stairs of the hotel and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's horrific because on some level, sure, he's right, I guess. Like, mm. COVID. I mean, yeah, sh- like, I guess. But, like... To outwardly say it to someone is all you're only doing it to sort of assert your power over them. Literally, there's no other reason. I was the only girl in that gym. I was about yeah. ten years younger than anyone in that gym. It's, it's just it's it's mean. It's just it's mean. mean and cruel and mean. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds. I would be upset by that. I was really upset by it. But like, also good for you for not like getting like going off at him. Yeah. Because... Oh, I did though because <laughs> when I was spritzing the machine, he was standing in front of this. I didn't do it on purpose, but I spritzed the spritzy spray all over his back. As you should. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> in the eyes. Yeah. Oh god, I hated him. I hated yeah, him. Yeah, that's so mean. Ugh. Anyway, but oh. other than that, my hotel trip was amazing. Um. Yeah. So long weekend of birthday fun. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. What am I like? What are you like? 24, maybe. We had a really good night out on Friday, didn't we? We had a great time. Um, yeah, we stayed out into the wee hours. We did. Um, it was an indie night, which is the only club night I'll ever go to. And you know what? I have to say, I very much do think of myself as like an indie girl. Mm. Like, not now necessarily, but like back in the day, I think of myself as being... I didn't know most of the songs, and you knew pretty much all of them. <laughs> yeah, but that was my only personality trait, was that I was an indie girl. Yeah. I had the skinny black jeans, I had the, like, fringe. Yeah. No, Hannah was full, yeah. And I, I would was... watch Nevermind the Buzzcocks every single day of my life. I got NME magazine. I would frequent, like, gigs. Yeah. And I, and I would sort of try and be that, but I was, um... I ran niche band Tumblr pages. <laughs> I was the admin. Congratulations. Yeah. F- fuck yeah, the horrors. Yeah, no, that... I didn't have that one, but oh, I had I'm temples. Sorry. Temples was the one I had. That's funny because I would never. That wouldn't be the first band that would come to my head when I think of you. It was just because when they were, when they were like, I knew they were going to be big, and and so I was like, I'm going to get get on that. Yeah. yeah, you had that. Hannah discovered many a band. Mm-hmm. Hannah discovered Daughter. Oh my god, thanks. Yeah, I... I did discover Daughter. So, and what happened to her? Put some respect on this girl's name, <laughs> not daughter Hannah. You know who else I respect? <laughs> I discovered Alt J, and I discovered <laughs> She's the first one. I was the first one. I also discovered King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Did you? Yeah, I was. I big hear on a them lot about them. Well before they really, were yeah, that really tracks. Yeah. Um, congratulations! But yeah, I was I was sort of disappointed that I didn't know many of the tracks. I was. Mm. I, I sort of like knew them because they all sound kind of the, the same. same. 
Um, but the ones that came on that I knew I was excited about. But the, it really struck a chord with me because I was like thinking about it. Um, I was walking across Waterloo Bridge at night and I was Aww. I was considering it. And I was like, you know what? It's because all I actually listened to was musical theatre. <laughs> well, at that age. Yeah. Like I listened to indie music like in past some. through me like i did like i had albums that i loved but they were far and few between compared to the amount of time and energy i put <laughs> into being an indie girl yeah like i i was a musical theater girly at you heart and i still am girly. and a lana girly yeah you were beginning oh. your lana phase then actually it's funny you you bring this up because i did want to talk about lana yeah <laughs> well let's let's take into it no, right all, now all i wanted to say because i think we should we might have to have a dedicated episode at yeah. some point um and please let us know if you want that <laughs> um or our listeners our dear listeners yeah um i have spent a lot of today listening to chemtrails over the country club mm. um and i just i i ha- i was it was because i was wearing a white dress and i was like i've got to listen to white dress and yes. first of all you must that song is so good. And everyone thought it was like a silly little funny song because yeah. it's a silly funny song. But also it's a really good song. And I think it will endure. It's it's weird at first. But Damn, then you're like, wait, this is iconic. This is... It's really good. Um, but that album is funny because it's really good. But also it has some of the worst songwriting that she's ever done. <laughs> yeah. And she's made the brutal error of ending it with For Free, the Joni Mitchell cover, which is incredible with mm. Wise Blood and Zella Day. Oh yeah, you've sent me that one, I love it. It's so good. But um, it's so bold to end an album with that cover of one of Joni Mitchell's best songs when some of her worst lyricism is like <laughs> directly before it. Oh, I see. Like yeah. if someone were to listen to it, they'd be like, wow, that's a really good song. Yeah. And if they didn't know it was Joni Mitchell, they'd be like, well, that's the best one of the album. Right. And it's not it, her. It, it exposes her bad writing. Yeah, and I, I, I was just wondering if she, instead of releasing two albums, three albums, two albums last year, should have released one album with the best songs from both. And I'm sure you've made that album. I, no, I haven't, because I enjoy all of them. But like, mm. I know in my objective heart that, right, right, that right. there's some that aren't that worthy of <laughs> being listened to. You you love unconditionally, but not everyone else will. Exactly. No, I, I, I can see objectively, but also I don't want to, and I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just had a Lana day, even though it was rainy, because no- normally Lana days are sunny days. Yes, fine. Yeah, I see that. Um, yeah, winter isn't her... Winter Dominion. No. Yeah. Do you find that you like seasonally listen to different artists? One hundred percent. Really? Yeah. What's your winter artist? Winter's harder. Like I have, I have, I have artists that I will vibe with in the summer mm-hmm. that I won't necessarily vibe with as much in the winter. But winter, I don't know if I have like albums that I will only listen to in the winter other than Christmas music. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Tamsa listens to a lot of Christmas music. That's... Do you think... I... Is that true? (laughs) I feel like it's true. I... I enjoy Christmas music. I love the She and Him Christmas albums. I love them. Do you? The Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. And I know that's a controversial opinion. I don't love, to be honest. I... But I haven't really listened to them that much. I have them on vinyl, and I fucking love them. They're so good, because they're like... They're like vintagey, cool, quirky. <laughs> uh, no, I'll give another li- listen. I, d- I, I find the well, don't listen now. The but... role reversal. Of... No, I'm gonna listen right this second. Right 
<laughs> no, okay, no, I don't like their cover of Baby It's Cold Outside. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, of. that's the one I think. I don't like that one. No. There's a couple that I don't like, mostly gorgeous. I love oh. her voice. I think her voice is great, and I won't apologize. I'm a Zoe lover. Yeah. Have you seen it without a fringe? Shocking and upsetting. Yeah, it's horrifying. It is really horrifying. Um, and she's in Elf with I blonde guess. hair and, and no. I was fringe. watching Elf and I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, shall we do our list? Yeah. We both. Hannah's just written a sort of list. It's terrible. And I have a sort of list from that I made two weeks ago, so none of it is relevant now. <laughs> so that'll be fun. The times have changed. Yeah. They really have. Okay, well, I'm going to go through my list really quick because okay. it's terrible and I don't... It's mostly just me being like, oh, I'll tell Tamsin about this story from my week. Okay. Okay, so the first one is fire in exclamation marks. <laughs> and the reason I wrote this is because, oh, my God, I nearly burnt my flat down this week. Oh, no. I nearly burnt my flat down. And she didn't tell me. Yeah. Well, I saved it for the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when it was happening and I was, like, covered in flames, I was like... <laughs> This will be great for the pot. What did you do? So I was baking a thing. I was roasting something in the oven. <laughs> as one does. Roasting. It was getting roasted. <laughs> um, and there's this tray that my flatmate usually covers in something because it's like a really gross old tray. So she, she usually covers it in, t- in tinfoil. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But, and it was in there and it was covered in baking parchment. Mm. I didn't really think anything. I just shoved my, like, my... What do you call it? Like it was like a ceramic dish on top sure. of that tray. Put it in, closed it. I was like, cool. Okay. You know, whatever. The tray is in there. I'm not going to pay attention to the tray. Mm. I come back and I'm seeing that this baking parchment through the thing is like starting to go black. So I was like, hold on a second. I don't think there should be baking parchment in there. I don't think that's a good idea. So I was like, cool. <laughs> no worries. Like, Perceptive. I'll just open the door and take, take it out and take that off. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh opening the door of course allows oxygen in oh. which allows the flames to grow <laughs> to begin <laughs> grow <laughs> to i don't know what <laughs> literally i'm talking flames like leaped up and were coming out of the oven like foot calf foot calcifer. high flame yeah yeah it was like calcifer i was it was it was flame 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 i <laughs> Lara Lara's been laughing at me about this for so long. (laughs) Right, what do you do in this situation? I'm not very good at like dealing with these, you know, terrifying adults. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I freeze, but I was like, fire, fire! (laughs) (laughs) Like I was like, fire, fire! came in like Chloe and, and Lara came running in and basically we just beat it down with <laughs> with the like a um tea towel or whatever beat out the flames and luckily yeah. that they, they just had naturally gone down a bit oh so that so the crisis was averted and then obviously I took the big parchment off and, and was done with it but yeah all week Lara it's been like fire, fire. <laughs> but I was like oh my god and we've obviously taken all of our fire yes. fire alarm things off and obviously yeah we do not have any fire fighting equipment as we though we should legally um <laughs> it was terrifying it was really terrifying <laughs> I was really like oh my goodness this is it I would be terrified yeah because you never think it'll happen to you until you it never think it'll you. happen to you um yeah and is... I'm in a very flammable block <laughs> And a very flammable place emotionally. And I'm a flammable person myself. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it was well, really scary. So anyway, uh, this is my takeaway is, is um, first of all, never put p- parchment paper in the oven. But what about when I make cookies? Yeah, I mean... Surely I it's, it's meant to go in the oven. It's baking right? parchment. Like, so I assume it they would have thought of that. Baked, whatever. I wouldn't have thought twice about doing that. Okay, thank you, because I thought maybe I was a idiot. No, no, I wouldn't have thought twice about Okay, but it. also, get some firefighting stuff for flat. You never think that you'll need it, but you know what? Maybe one day it'll save your life. We have a fire extinguisher. Do Does you? it work? I don't know. Yeah, well, that's because your landlord is a it? good landlord. We do. Yeah. <laughs> and they're listening. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, right, right, right. That, my other stories will not go on as long as this. Okay. I okay, enjoyed that, one. though. Um, uh, I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. This is going to hurt. Did you watch? No. It took me a minute then to know what you're talking about. No, I kind of was curious. Well, let me tell you, I watched the whole thing. Um, yes, it's the whole brilliant. episode. The whole seven episodes. Oh, it all dropped. Yeah, they all dropped at once, I think. Or maybe I was late to it. But oh. anyway, on Beauty, I play that there. Ben, we're sure. A king. A king. He's a dream. See, okay, I my thing with this is going to hurt is... Okay, and Ben has lent some sort of... Because he's the only reason I would think about watching right. it. Um. I remember the book came out and like I feel like it was like the go-to Christmas present that like mm. people would get for each other if they didn't know what to get for people mm. and like everyone I know who's a medic was getting it and I, it mm. sort of turned me off to it no offence to medics Eric um, <laughs> yeah at Eric at Eric um, and then there was when I was mm, I work at a theatre in London um, and there's a theatre near me the, the one I work at that had a play of it on play yeah or like a maybe it was the guy himself like reading it oh it was a season it was i think it was only over christmas so you were like she's too popular she's too yeah. mainstream i'm not well no i just remember like all the people outside of it seeming terrible it really <laughs> turned me off of it um fair well the only reason i watched was because of ben yeah really is it was worth and, it and also because it was very well reviewed i will so watch there was like misogyny but i i didn't see that to be honest because he's gay N- not because he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that's misogynistic of him to I be gay. I think it was because people watched the first episode and like <laughs> there wasn't that many women talking even though it's about gynecology. Right. But uh, by the end of it, yeah, hell yeah, they do. So yeah. you can just watch the whole, whole thing and before telling us your opinions. But um, I, you have to watch it and here's why. Episode six, couldn't believe what I was seeing. It's the club we went to on Friday. Shut up. Yes. He okay. has his engagement party there. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Ben. I once um, picnicked near Ben Wishaw picnicking in oh, Blackheath. Yeah. And it was very exciting. We have many, many, our lives, me and Natalie and Tamsin's lives with Ben Wishaw have intersected. Intersected in many ways. Not mine, but you two have. <laughs> and Mainly her. We went to see Mojo for your birthday when you were like 13 or 14. Yes. So we starring Ben. And Natalie went to see it separately and had dinner with him. Yeah. Because that's so, just the kind of shenanigans Natalie always gets into. Yeah. Um, shout out to Natalie listening in the gym, Natalie. allegedly. Yeah. We'll apparently. see. Natalie, if you actually listen to this episode, you have to tell us that you listened to it. Otherwise, we won't believe you. You have to text us the word um, shenanigans. Yeah, and we'll know what it means. On our group chat. Okay. Um, well, yeah. Okay, I will watch it. I didn't watch the final James Bond. Do you remember? I, and I love to take credit for things. I went to see Skyfall with my parents, and I said to you, you need to go and see this film. Not because it's good or 
but because of this one young man in it who's a little boy called Benjamin <laughs> You a li- think you're gonna love. A little bear. Ooh, with a that's hat. a good sound effect. That's oh. Oh. That's Sherry, darling. <laughs> um, and this pod is sponsored by Sherry. It's sponsored by As You As Like you It, like Sherry. It. We've consumed a lot of this Sherry over the, over the months. I I've realised that I have been drinking two large cups of it. It's meant to be a sort of tibble. Tibble. I I tibble? consider it like my like if I'm thirsty, I drink it. Today. <laughs> No water, <laughs> just as you like it, Sherry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from Waitrose. Yeah. Okay, and then my final thing was: should we talk about Euphoria? And yeah. also, No Way Home. Should I watch? Yeah. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, I went on the I went on opening night alone. <laughs> Nerd. Um, I. My 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 Marvel thing is one of my deepest shames about myself. I just genuinely okay. do really enjoy Marvel. And I know it's bad. Really? Like I know I get it. I'm clapping your brave, brave, brave. <laughs> it is brave. brave. Um, I don't know. It's just been a comfort throughout my teenage years, and I find them generally enjoyable. Yeah, hell yeah. And people turn out some good performances, and they're sort of funny and light. Um, no, I just love this because you do generally have a disdain for anything that's like mainstream, and this is. Yeah, like I, I get the arguments against it, but um. I just think they're fun films. Like they are. So, is it good? Yeah, it's. I hear it is. No, which is why I it's watch really it. good. And actually, Tom Holland. Like, I do talk shit about him. <laughs> Tom Holland, if you're listening, <laughs> come for me. Yeah, I'll meet you in was he Kingston? We'll is fight. That where he lives? Yeah. I just went through Kingston on the train. Yeah. And I didn't even see him. Yeah, Zendaya lives there too. Now they bought a house there. You're joking no she's a south londoner zendaya lives is it zendaya zendaya lives in kingston yeah i think it's zendaya i remember being in america and like there was like 20 children and i was like zendaya and they were like (laughs) i think whichever one i said he says zendaya tom holland and i think she would have told him if he was saying it wrong yeah. If they bought a house together. So I'm. <laughs> Maybe they left it too long. <laughs> Kingston is like, you would have thought, because I'm guessing it gave its namesake to. Um, Jamaica? I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Jamaica. Yeah. Yeah. It's the capital city, right? I think it's a bit of a shithole. Oh, well, it's just next to Richmond. Oh, and but Richmond's it's not... nice. Richmond's very nice. I don't think it's as nice as Richmond, though. Oh. Maybe it's lovely. I have no idea. We've never been, and we, why we would we? Go. Well, now we will. Yeah, maybe Sunday we should. Well, I was going to say maybe we should go to Hampton Court, which I've never been to. I don't. I don't remember being. I must have been. Well, but now it's we're going right to Kingston. We're going to go Zendaya spotting. <laughs> uh, Zendaya, if you're listening, would like to apologise, but also season. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, it was really good. He, Tom, turned out a really good performance in the film. Genuinely, like an emotional, heartfelt. Aww. Like he acted his little butt off. Um, the thing about Tom Holland though is like people are out here thirsting over him and I just he's so like every bo- like boy we went to school with yes. I do not understand I it. don't get it he I, then I, I enjoy him we know Tom Holland we personally <laughs> know Tom Holland we have very meagre connections to Tom Holland yeah through South friends London friends. two yeah. friends two friends two of our friends have genuine sort of connections to him 
Not sort of. No, like Cut. two of our friends are friends with him, basically. So I'd say we know him. Yeah, we could meet him if we really were inclined to. And I'm not. If we had to get a message to him, like we could get a message to him. Yeah. That's always how I, that's how I that's how you measure. Think about it. Yeah. That's how I measure. Um, and I love the idea that we would need to get him. <laughs> How is Kingston? Okay, should we visit? Mm. Um, what should we do there? <laughs> um, okay, but no, let's talk about Euphoria. I think we should. Okay. Um, because I think people have been on the edge of their seats since we first discussed it. Yeah, they want to know our updates. Um, it's taking a dark turn. So yeah, I okay. First of all, the last time we discussed Euphoria, it was three or four weeks ago. It was after like the second episode maybe. Mm-hmm. And I came on here with a what I thought to be a hot take that I didn't think it was a very good show. Yeah. Since then, I've realised it's the least hot take. Everyone really? is on the same boat that they are like, Euphoria is not that good. But I felt that people just say that about the script and then nothing else. Yeah. No, all the performances are good. The cinematography is good. Like it's a good, it's good. But it's just like something slightly off but mm. then they had they turned out that episode with with rue yeah. on the run oh my god what Powerful. television it was Powerful. so good yeah unbelievably good i really have to i don't know whether i just like blindly agreed with you because they always do they don't have <laughs> i don't have my own personality but i just want to come in here and say that i disagree i think it's an incredible show and I think you are right. Like it's it's capturing it's clearly capturing something that like is making everyone tune in every week. I yeah. think it no, I think it's great. I think it's not. I think when something is so popular, you have to critique it. I think that there's an an idea of prestige TV as this like perfect pinnacle of art mm. that Euphoria isn't quite living up to. But I don't think any TV show does. Yeah. Succession no, yes. is maybe the closest one to doing it. Yeah. Because it's the least... Like, Game of Thrones was kind of doing it, then they mm. fucked it. Yeah. Like, Breaking Bad kind of was doing it, but then there was, like, problems with it. I haven't, I haven't finished it. No, Breaking Bad did it. Uh, maybe there was, like, a golden age, and now we're, like, desperately we're trying yeah. to claw our way back to it. Mm. But I think, I think people are just, like, um, wanting Euphoria to be something yeah. that it kind of isn't. No but, TV will ever be, like that hit every damn like yeah yeah because even yeah it's just brilliant at what it does and it's not trying it's... to necessarily <clears throat> like revolutionarily talk about some kind of issue in our society you know what i mean it's just yeah. trying to be really 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 engaging and good tv yeah and um, shocking and sort of like maybe makes you think enough but not like yeah we're bringing some radical new yeah yeah um what i had written on my notes was the male gaze slash spectacle, and I don't remember what my point, <laughs> what my point was gonna be. Spectacle like spectacles, the, like, <laughs> the glasses, like, like Great Gatsby, like with the big Do- the like, eyes of Doctor T J Eccleston. I think that's what you were trying to say, Tamsin. Um, I wrote my not my dissertation, an a dissertation length essay on. Got to bring it back to the OJ Simpson documentary. <laughs> And um, a graphic novel called Incognito and how they interacted with the idea of spectacle. So I'm always thinking about spectacle and the spectacular. And I don't remember what my point was to do with Euphoria. Let me try and summon it. Um, the male gaze and spectacle. I don't know. I think it's spectacle like a literary term. Not necessarily. No, no, no. Just theory? like uh, no. It's not a theory. It's like 
spectacle like you know spectacle like the spectacular mm-hmm. something to be looked at but it interacts directly with like the idea of gaze right like being looked at looking at things oh i see right yeah like making a spectacle of oneself yeah exactly like trying to attract gaze Mm. I'll get back to everyone on this. I'll I'll I'll, I'll do a little think. It was probably about Cassie's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. There's been a lot of drama behind the scenes drama with Euphoria. Really? Um. Barbie. Well, okay. Talked about you've talked about this. Yeah. The director. So apparently Barbie, mm. who we stand, the reason she's been like basically cut from the season was because they were going to give her an eating disorder storyline and she was not happy with this because she didn't think it was good representation Mm. for plus size people. And if you remember, she had that really good scene where um, she was being like all of her... Oh, should we pause? Yeah, let's pause. We're pausing. Hold on. Okay, we're back. I just rudely received a phone call um from my one true love but um <laughs> we're back we're back we're i back. think i think we that was a good end point because we had nothing really to say about euphoria no i don't think we have like strong thoughts hot we, just, takes. we just enjoy really we don't yeah we don't have yeah and left a ride enjoyment. yeah um okay I mean, should we talk about uh like uh hunter schaefer and um dominic fike oh yeah i'm so on board yeah all the pictures i'm seeing on demois that's so funny because my next topic is Dumois. Yay! Oh my god, what a natural conversation we're having. I'm such a segwayer. <laughs> like, that's the thing about me is that I segue so well. <laughs> I've always said that about <laughs> you. And at your funeral, that's what I'll say. Yeah. Um, I've written here Dumois dash boring and ethics. <laughs> boring and ethics. Here's my thing about Dumois, okay? Like, I love the idea of Dumois in a way because it's like, you know, all the mm. good things about it. The gosh. Oh. I find that Dumois, so much of it is I'll click on the stories, it'll just be people saying that they have restaurant reservations, people going to the restaurants that Dumois has recommended, mm. and then people wearing Dumois merch. merch. And I'm like, I don't care about that. I don't believe anyone cares about any of that. I want to, I'm, I'm there for like bizarre stories where I have to figure out who it's about by doing like a Reddit. Oh, dive. really? That's I, fun. I want to hear like a, I'm... an insane story and be like, who, who, the hell who that be? is this? You 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 figured one out, didn't you? There was one where you were like, I know who this is. It's some comedian. Probably John Mulaney. No, it wasn't John Mulaney. Someone had like cheated on his wife and <gasps> they were like, I know who this is. I don't remember. Anyway. Well, no, there's one, there's a comedian on who I, I, there's, I think there's often stories about a, like a, a quote, wife-loving comedian. Mm. And everyone thought it was Hassan Minaj. Mm. And who did I think it might be? I think it might be Kamal Nanjiani, which is like the most upsetting thing because I love Kamal Nanjiani. I love Kamal. Um, Why? What? He's cheating on someone? No, I, I'm speculating. There's a wife loving comedian. It's official. No, we're not saying that. <laughs> we're spreading the word. Um, I hope it's not. I, I hope it's not him. Wife loving, as in I like just, he talks about her in his sets a lot or something. Yeah, something like that. Like I can't think of many other comedians who speak about their wife. Colin Jost. He doesn't really though. He's resistant to it. And <laughs> he's resistant to that. It's, it's just everyone else putting it on him. Do yeah, you want to talk about Kanye in SNL? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, we must. I think... But just on Demois, it's funny because I really read Demois with like there's about four celebrities I want to know about. Yeah. And so I Which just ones? I literally scroll through so fast because I'm like just tell me about them. Yeah. And when they come up, as they inevitably do every single time. I'm yeah. Like, 
But then when the ones that I am interested come up, I'm like, I'm always sort of like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, I feel guilty. Well, because it's like invasion. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah, I guess so. My four are um, Kristen. Yeah. Duh. uh, Kate. Duh. McKinnon. Very rare that there's a... Very rare, because she doesn't leave her flat (laughs) that I assume she lives in alone. Um, but maybe she doesn't, and I have to know. <laughs> maybe she's out in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bowen. I like to know about. Bowen. Oh, I'd love to know about Bowen. And then who else? Um. Obviously, I love to know about cousin Greg, <laughs> and he appears every minute. Yeah. He Nicholas Braun must be out on the streets every day, three meals out a day. He must is. be three meals out a day plus drinks with different people. He's the literal insane. His schedule, Do you follow him? No. His Instagram stories are just him living out in, on the streets of New York, like filming the weirdest shit. <laughs> that boy must never. He's, he's have like Stuart Little. Cooked a meal in his life. No, he, he only he's out. out. But I love it. I mean, he's he's, he's obviously doing, kind of new to the fame, and he's just loving he's it. it, clubbing every night, showing up in people's like. Yeah. He, yeah, he's doing the Bill Murray thing of being, of yes, being just like, randomly I'm showing up. a character yeah, yeah, yeah. in other people's lives yeah. now. Like, uh, like he's an actual person. Like, if you went to New York, you'd be like, oh, I, you're probably going to run into him. <laughs> yeah. Like a face around the, the streets of New York. And I, I wouldn't go up to him. No. But I would if I was drunk. And he would oh. be like, hey, yeah. Yeah, Yo. he'd love it. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. I just yeah I feel, I feel that it's getting a little dull, yeah. And that's okay. It's also the same names, and I just don't care about certain people. I don't care about the housewives, you know. Yeah. Um. But okay. Yeah. Back to Pete and yeah. Kanye. Uh, so I was initially jubilating in the Instagram. outrageousness of the Instagram yeah. posts, and then it. Did I was so become... happy you sent me. You were like, look at his Insta because I would never have looked. Yeah. And then, because I don't follow him, and then I would never have seen the post that then, like, got deleted instantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I started following him. I turned on post notifications. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because um, I had I had to know. I, I think I might do that. That's but... smart. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that is what they call him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's all a bit sad, though, isn't it? Did you see he got, yes. he's been banned from SNL? They're not allowed to speak about him on there, and he's not in no Welcome Back. Uh, which probably is for the best. Why? Who? Who's made that ban? I just saw it on Doom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would. Yeah, I, I feel like Pete's learned his lesson about talking about his own personal stuff on SNL. But that's where he thrives. It is where he thrives. It's what the public wants. It's what I want. Yeah, I want him to do another piece tearing down Kanye. Yeah. But uh, no, I don't want that because Kanye's clearly very mentally unwell. Yeah. And um, it's all yeah. I don't know. I was I was just I was finding it funny, and then I was thinking about like probably how upset Kim might be. Yeah. And Pete also all of them. It just seems quite upsetting. It's very upsetting. Um Yeah, he's yeah, wow. But have also, you seen he's like headliner of Coachella? I was like, if I was on the booking committee, mm. I'm not putting Kanye West as my headliner. It's so like um dangerous. Because what the hell is he gonna do? He could like, He could do anything. He could just not show up. He could do a Nazi salute. He could do whatever. <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess you're getting the... But also, like, I know Kanye has, like, big fans of his. But um, I just... I don't know that he's had, like, any hits... Since... Since Ultralight Beam, maybe? Like, yeah. famous, like... Yeah, since Life of Pablo. 
And Life of Pablo was not a hit, but there was a couple of hits on there. And now he's... I think people did His new enjoy... album isn't going to be on any streaming services other than, like, his own streaming service. Oh, really? Which seems like a bad idea. You mean his own private streaming service? Don't or... quote me on that. It was one I'd never <laughs> heard like of. Tidal. And I, not Tidal. Because oh. I was like, surely Tidal. But yeah, no, not Tidal. even Tidal. And also no one has Tidal even. No. That I know. Although I paid for Tidal for two months so for that lemonade. I could enjoy Lemonade. Hashtag Lemonade. We've talked about this. And we, we will continue to talk about it. Um, but yeah. Okay, we'll move on. Yeah. My next topic I had on here was West Elm Caleb very much out of the news cycle now no one's it, I, I'm late to the game here but two <laughs> weeks ago I don't know what oh you don't know about West Elm I have no idea oh my god okay this is a this is like a modern like fable almost okay so all these girls on TikTok started making TikToks about this guy called Caleb who worked for a furniture company called West Elm um and how he had like um mistreated them on hinge basically he had love bombed them all um i don't know you know about love bombing yeah and then ghosted them all and they all started making tiktoks like warning other new york girls not to date this guy caleb so there was basically a smear campaign about against this guy and all the outlets like picked this up right because it was like big and everyone started making tiktoks about west elm caleb um and then all the outlets picked it up, but instead of being like, yeah, this toxic man is like, avoid him. Mm. Like all, like BuzzFeed and everyone was like- They turned on the girls. Yeah, they were like, maybe it's not a good idea to smear this normal man who mm. is not committing a crime by mistreating you like vaguely. Like it, it, it was- Wait, it, is this the Tinder swindler? No, 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 oh. no. No, nowhere near as bad. No, all he did was ghost him, basically. Oh. And, yeah, this it was a story it just hit on, like, the politics of modern dating, like, the mm. ethics of that, the ethics of, like, smearing someone publicly. Mm. Um, the ethics of the power you hold in this, in this yeah, time. Yeah, and it was interesting to see how, like, you know, a few years ago, all the outlets would have been on the girls' side mm. and against West Elm Caleb. And now they were like, yeah, it just showed, I think it showed the progression. Interesting. But, you know, um, that's pretty much, that's it. All that to say. But, it, yeah. I mean, it's and a I, tough one, really, isn't it? Because it's like, well, they're not they're not lying about anything. No. Your dirty laundry is just out there for, like, the world to see. But it, is yeah. that still... Is it ethical to TikTok about... Yeah, and they were all about our age. I don't know. It was just... Um, I went on the journey of I, I was on West Elm TikTok, West Elm Caleb TikTok, West Elm TikTok, and then I saw the splashback and I was like, yeah, okay. I, I guess I don't know what's right anymore. No. My next topic. I might look that up though because it's curious to me. Yeah. Well, two weeks ago it was the hottest. Oh, I got some things to say after this. Oh. Do you want to hear my next topic? Though? Yeah. Stupid. Um, I was sitting at a train station. And I was like, vending machines. Huh? Who's using them? When did you last use a vending machine? I so long ago. Who was using them? Unless they take card, I'm not using a vending but machine. But they cash. mostly do. No, oh. no one's getting West West 
vending machine food. I was about to say West Elm Caleb food. No one's getting vending machine food. <laughs> no one's food. getting West Elm Caleb I don't Caleb believe food. that these machines are making any money. I don't understand what they're there for, really. And someone has to restock them. I don't, I don't see know. people uh, using if them. If I was really needing a snack and I was on a station, I'm going for a vending machine. I guess. Maybe the if I was in Kingston. <laughs> if I was in Kingston. There's no, there's no prep there. Um... What was your next topic? Yeah. Okay. So I was on TikTok and then I saw some video that was like referencing a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I haven't seen this, so I must see this. Have you seen this like one hour, 45 minute about video about queuing in Disneyland? The queuing, the queues. Is this okay. about the um, figment, the popcorn dragon? No. What? <laughs> Ignore that. <laughs> um, no, but I've seen many videos about Disneyland, and I'm it's thoroughly probably by the same YouTube channel. Jenny, no. Um, Let's talk about Disneyland though, because there's a lot to talk about. There's so much. I went really, really deep down a rabbit hole of like oh, really? Disneyland TikTok, where they all—it's like all the people who used to work as characters at Disneyland. Oh my god! Yeah, they're friends with the friends yeah. with yeah, talking about all that stuff. Fascinating. I could I, I could watch a ten hour documentary about Disneyland and, oh, and about the whole dynamics I'm sure there's one. and the, the controversy. But anyway, this one video that I was watching has eight point one million views. Wow. Just to say. And it's literally this guy who has like gone insanely deep about the science of queuing and like the whole history of Disneyland's like queuing system and how they invented so many things to do with queuing that today we just take for granted. Like mm. the sort of snake back yeah da, 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 yeah like thing and then all this stuff about how um back in the day you just have the queues and and if you saw like a really long queue but like oh i don't want to join that yeah but then they created fast pass which is this whole thing mm-hmm. where if you book a oh slot, I know. and then you can come back you can come back at that yeah, hour yeah. and then you get to walk in but then all the people in the standby queue have to watch all these people walk in with the with the fast pass yeah and um, it creates a basically like a class system in Disneyland between <laughs> in order for FastPass to work, it has to have people who don't, who lose out. Yeah. And, and, and actually in the standby line, like have far longer of a queue than they would have done before. Yeah. So actually only about like 10% of people benefit from this FastPass scheme. Wow. And 90% actually end up having a longer queues than they would have had before. That completely... So they did all the data on it and they realised that, on average, the queuing times at Disneyland are longer than pre-FastPass. So the whole thing was basically a massive... It's all... And uh... all it's done is created this insane system where, rather than just, like, go and, like, have a good time, you have to be this crazy, like, clever person. You've got to plan out You've got to plan. The planning time. is insane. But the reason why it works, and it's kind of an analogy for society, <laughs> is that it's, like, the people who have the currency and have the power, and the power being education, so, like, knowing how it works, Yeah, they uphold the system because they like it, because they, they're, like... The they can game like, the system. Yeah, they, they know how to cheat the system and win, and then um, be able to t- go on, like, ten rides, um, because they've, like, planned it meticulously, yeah. and they, they know. Whereas all the people who are just, like, the happy-go-lucky touristy people... They have to queue for hours. The schlubs, and hours and hours. the idiots. Yeah, the idiots because they didn't realize. Um, it is, and so so that's why Disneyland's become this sort of toxic place of, yeah. of like, um, of 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 uh, yeah. 
because I I I've been known to enjoy Disneyland Paris. You haven't have been known to haven't enjoy. been the the other one. And people don't understand the reason that I love Disneyland Paris. And it's not I'm not okay. There's to a level I'm just genuinely enjoying the rides and the vibe. Mm. But more than that, the reason I love Disneyland is because of how insane it is as like a concept yeah like i love the like deep theming and i love like noticing the level to which they've like planned everything out right and i love like thinking about all the work that's not in a good way (laughs) in a bad way insane ecosystem exactly they created like the most false place in the world and it is just like a microcosm of capitalism with like it's like in Succession, in the first episode, the, yeah, the, the their version of Disney where Greg throws up in yeah. the... It's like that. Like, I think it, I just am fascinated by it. Yeah, I'm just so fascinated that, like, I didn't realise... I should have realised, but obviously Disneyland has this insane operations team of, like, engineers and, mm. and, and people who have to be so clever in the Cast way members. That, in the way they engineer. <laughs> and then the cast members and the characters, I mean, that's just a whole culture. And, and there's all these crazy industry terms that you have to know. And yeah. yeah like, so when you say, oh, I'm friends with Cinderella, that means you played Cinderella because you can't say you played Cinderella because it breaks the magic and everything is yeah. about breaking the magic. And like, and they exploit um, an underclass of college students who do Disney yeah. um, work and basically work there for, like, free. The, the, the payment uh, is terrible. Yeah. And have you seen this whole thing? There's this massive issue where people are becoming content creators and earning hundreds of thousands a year yeah. by going to Disneyland and filming the cast members who are paid to entertain, so they have to provide all this entertaining mm. content, which gets filmed by these people. The people then put that content on YouTube. They earn hundreds of thousands off their Disney YouTube channel. That's and their the main the actual cast, stream. the characters, they don't ever see any of that money. Yeah. They get paid £10 an hour. And they have to be in character to, like, an insane level and, like, know all of the backstory of their characters. Yes. Um, yeah, it's wild. Like, also those poor people in, like, Mickey suits yeah. all day. Um, wait, what was I about to say about that? Yeah, all these cast members, like, playing their characters, it just... It's weird, isn't it? It's a bit insidious. It is. And I love it. And I love it. Um, but have you seen, like, there's also this thing about the Disney image and how if people come and they want to make a TikTok that's, like making a certain character uncomfortable because they have to stay in character mm. and if they say like like they'll go up to the Grinch and be like daddy you know what I mean and they do Uh-oh. things like that the, that cast member will always be fired yeah even and because the cast member has to either break the character and be like that's not acceptable yeah or they have to go with it and stay in character either way they're screwed and they will always be fired. Yeah. So I was um, on Tumblr at the time of the initial Peter Pan mania. <laughs> Do you remember this? No. There was a cast member who was playing Peter Pan, mm. who I love that we're authentically using our cast. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're buying into it. Yeah. But um, there's this guy playing Peter Pan who, like, people would film him and put it on Tumblr, and all these Tumblr girls became obsessed with him. Really? People would go and, like, stalk him, basically, oh, and find him. My God. And it was, like, the most, like, it was so Tumblr back then. Mm. But, like, it was just, like, this poor man has to deal with all these, like, teenage girls. Or probably adult women. And, and he's again, playing a child. No, that's insane. But also, you are becoming Peter Pan at Disneyland, like... Yeah. That's not the most hot character. No! The most hot character is... Who is the most hot character? Aladdin. Yes. Flynn Rider? 
sure. You don't seem that excited about it. <laughs> um, I mean, fine. I've never seen anyone play these characters, so I'm having to just go from the cartoon yeah. and be like, I assume that they. I don't think uh, you know. I actually don't think any of them. I find uh, sexy. I've watched a lot of these characters now because I did do this deep dive, and it's just insane. Like I saw the guy who plays Gaston. You know, and he has to be like, <laughs> he's having his a great seat, time. And he's like, and they have all these one liners <laughs> that they have to bring out. I don't know. It's just, it's it's a weird true. world. So crazy. my favorite video, and mm. I will send it to you if you're, if you're on this kit, is, um, there's this YouTuber called, uh, Jenny Nicholson, okay. who does some really great, like video essay things, but she's like very nerdy. Mm. Um, she has a video about Avatar land. Mm, in Disneyland and, and the creation of it it was I think it was just when it was opening mm. um and like it just deep dives into like how insane it is that we have an avatar land mm. when there's been one avatar film, film that no one speaks about anymore <laughs> I do I speak about um, it <laughs> um yeah. and like it's yeah she, I'll send it to you um we'll we'll discuss next Let's time discuss this stuff. but did you know apparently avatar land was like the whole point of Avatar Land was that they had to expand the park size to like accommodate the massive influx of people that were coming in and queuing, and it was just way yeah. too much. Even though, why don't they just sell fewer tickets or whatever? Um, I don't think they then, can. And then it, um, uh, yeah, it did not have the right effect because then it obviously like doubled interest in Disneyland. And well, yeah, this is the thing. Like, and then um, the, what do you mean by you don't think they can? Is there like a thing where they say you can't ever be sold out? I- I've heard. I don't know the facts, but I I remember hearing about like them not putting a cap on the amount of people coming in, and that's like ridiculous. Because why would you sell tickets to people who then have to queue for four hours? Because it just builds anyway? up. Then people come back the next day to go on the rides that so they didn't go to. You think it's a financial thing rather than a everyone should be able yeah. to enjoy the magic. Well, I think that's what they would say. Mm. Um. It just rings a bell in my head that they don't, they or they, they didn't. Have no, no, a cap. no. But they must because when I saw this video about the, the science of queuing, the one thing, the one strategy that no one seemed to think of was just sell fewer tickets. Yeah. No, I just, yeah, I think that I don't. I think that they wouldn't do that. <laughs> it's just insane. Um, I, I went to see Book of Mormon recently, and there's, we saw it together many years ago. Many years ago. But my one of my favorite jokes in it is when he has a, his spooky Mormon hell dream. Yeah. And he thinks he's going to Disneyland. And he and Satan speaks to him, and he goes, "Mickey," <laughs> and he thinks he's in Disneyland. Yeah, I guess it doesn't work. But, um, I, I don't remember. It's, it's, a, it's like... a fun joke. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on. Mm. Great though, we've, we've only got ten, ten more minutes. Okay, um, wait. So I, I'll, I'll let me say all of these to you, and then if you have anything to say, you okay. can come back. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next thing I had was oil spills. Crazy that they just oil being spilled. Then I had clean girl in quotes. Then I had Love Island Villa changing and non-binary. <laughs> Wait, what? I want to hear about that. Well, uh, let me get through all of them oh, yeah, and okay. I'll, I'll come back. Then I had Rivers Cuomo is in Weezer. <laughs> um, which I think I just wanted to tell you because I've always heard that name. And it turns out he's a member of the band Weezer. And I was like, oh, that's who that is. Right. Um, then I had Javier Bardem's first crush was E.T. <laughs> <laughs> Then I had Futurama coming back. That's it. Oh. Where did you hear that Javier Bardem's first crush was It was eating? all over the Twitter. Did Jennifer Lawrence have an affair with him? Did I make that up? With Javier Bardem? Did he? Did she? No, she had an affair with Darren Aronofsky. 
And it wasn't an affair, it was in a relationship. Oh. Maybe that's... he had an affair with someone else. Oh, he was just in a Darren Aronofsky film. <laughs> there we go. Was he? Mother. Yeah, mother. Um, When I had an interview for a cinema job that I once had for a month, they mm-hmm. asked me what my favourite film I recently had seen was, and I said that it was Mother, because it was really? when Mother had came out, but yeah. I didn't see Mother. And then he kept asking me questions <laughs> oh, about it. Roll. And I had to, like, Lie away fake my way so funny i feel like mother is a good film for that though because it's just so yeah but i don't know that he had seen it so uh, I, I loved that film and i was the only person that loved it i loved that's it. really on brand for you yeah no okay love island is that the one you asked yeah about? um th- i saw i saw a news article that was like they have a new villa because they're trying to shake things up and make things fresh mm-hmm. um which i thought was funny because they fresh. just got a new villa right like two years ago and I just don't think that's relevant to anyone's enjoyment of Love Island. Right. Like, oh my god, how much money could you make from renting out the Love Island villa? Oh, so much. Mm. Um, I would love to stay there for the yeah. just for the enjoyment of it. Um, and then yeah, they're also trying to cast more quotations diverse people, mm. but they don't want to cast gay people. But they will cast it's a logistical nightmare because it's. Again, quotations are logistical <laughs> nightmare, but they will, they are looking at casting non binary people, I think. Um, so I was like, yeah, that that does sound more fresh. Sounds like no it's one be a cares. disaster, and I'm here for it. Yeah, no one cares about the villa. Like, I just think it's funny that that was like front page news. I was like, no one is. Yeah, yeah. It's the least relevant part of the show. The villa? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was like, you know when reviews often say, like, the city was a character in itself? Yeah. I was like, the villa is a character. I agree that the villa is a character, but I think any villa they would be in... Right, it would be the same Like, no one's out here like, well, they really need a new villa. Yeah. No. Yeah, who's saying that? Um, But I think we're both on board that we want a gay season of Love Island. Well, we do, but we've, we've seen it in other shows and it hasn't... Oh, it has worked, but they must all be gay. They have to all be, so, like, bisexual. Okay, queer. the theory was... You can't just have, like, a few. I think the theory was that it would be... You can also be in friendship pairs. Oh. So we, That's could, actually we could have pairs where, like, been. Tommy and Curtis could be a friendship pair. Or, like, right. we, those really strong... Friend, I don't know where that's the one I went to. I don't really care about them. <laughs> they would not but, like, you know, the pairs. really strong friendship pairs... Yeah. could pair up and in theory win yeah so like, it should have been amber and um anna amber and anna yeah although didn't love we anna. don't love anna um do love amber though or like maura and molly may or whatever right yeah why i'm coming up with terrible examples <laughs> i know there's much better chris ones and chris and cam they like they could have won yeah um but it would just allow for like slightly that would allow for queer people to be on the show yes it could be done i think it could be done and they would just need to if they could make a winter season they could do two summer seasons back to back one straight one gay yeah they yeah people would love it yeah they do like love island sort of like queer little sister and then it become yeah, like a it sort could of be like a shorter hit. become like a cult hit yeah people everyone would watch it yeah they would. And that would be refreshing. But we loved the series of um, Are You The One. Oh my God, that was so good. And it was so good and I was worried that it would be like bad TV because it wouldn't work that way. But it was like objectively incredible. It was, it was gr- like better than a straight Great season. reality TV. Yes. Like truly great. 
Um, yeah. And then I know I didn't watch any of the rest of that show because I just knew it no, wouldn't live up to it. I didn't. I had no interest. <laughs> if that... What's that girl's name on it? Which one? There's a really iconic girl in it. I've forgotten. Uh, Jenna? She wasn't that iconic. I don't remember. The only... The most famous person was Kai. Kai was truly an icon. Although so toxic <laughs> toxic <laughs> but not intentional and that was the thing you i don't think that kai was intentionally trying to be toxic i think you're just very immature yeah they yeah i think that kai wasn't like um understanding how they could affect other people's feelings with their actions mm. and that's good tv <laughs> <laughs> that was great tv um yeah uh, but yeah, uh, there's not much news on Love Island, but we'll be watching whenever it's back. Yeah, we will. We always do. Uh, duh. We say we won't, but I'm <laughs> crawling back. <laughs> Desperate. Um, did you want to talk about Clean Girl? Yeah, you... what is that? I don't know what that is. Okay, I, so maybe again, this is just going to be me explaining something to you, which is boring. No, but... I love to hear. Oh, thank you. I love to learn. That's the thing about me. <laughs> so, um... I keep experiencing on TikTok this... Oh, this... clean talk. No, not clean talk. Oh. I Although I did talk to you about clean talk yeah, the other did. day. Um, and how it's modern in slavery of women or something. <laughs> Some fucking stupid take. No, clean girl is... Um, there's this thing on TikTok where people keep being like, I'm trying to be that clean girl. Or like people in, in someone's comments will be like, you look so clean. And it's like a type of girly who like looks clean and like and it's like a very specific type of aesthetic that can't be like pinned down, although I'm sure it I could have be. To see visual. Should I should I try and find some? Yeah, let's pause. Okay. Okay. I've just shown Hannah a couple of we've sort of glanced through some TikToks. I think what it is, is like it epitomizes um the like need to be um put together put together have your shit together mm-hmm. l- always be presentable always be like engaging in like this like very specific type of like beauty standard that we have now hate the word beauty standard by mm-hmm. the way hate that phrase but like um the idea that like you have to like have this aesthetic that comes from within you <laughs> it's like Right, instead of like wearing makeup now, you your makeup is like injectables in your face and your mm. skincare regime has to be so good that mm. you like always look like you have makeup on because mm. you and like your hair it has to be And you're wearing be... gym leggings and you're working out and you're eating clean cuisine and you're um Yeah. It's very similar I would say to like corporate girl TikTok. You know the like, Yes. A day in my life and you wake up at like seven AM and yeah. you do your and running you just, and you, you go to the gym and yeah. yeah. And you live in a super minimalist, bare, like, clean apartment. Yeah, and it's, like, very capitalistic in, mm. like, these products will give you the life that you want where mm. you will be happy and satisfied. And I just think it's really toxic. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and also that girl. That I girl. think it's similar. She has Chanel number five. Yeah. And, like, a couple gold rings and a couple a gold claw hoops, clips, A claw clip, and that's it. Yeah, and but and she just looks beautiful and she has sleek hair. Yeah. Um yeah, I think it's really fucked up. <laughs> and yeah, it's And just, I won't partake. It's another example I think of TikTok 
like rebranding. You know what I did? This is very clean girl. And this oh. is where we're going to end because we've got 30 seconds okay. left. I downloaded the screensaver that has the retro style clock so that when my <gasps> laptop is sleeping, it, it has the retro clock. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and that is clean girl to a T. Um, we'll come back next week when we have become clean girls. Yeah, we will be clean we'll girls. We'll do a week of clean girl yeah. life. Yeah, a, a week in my life of suddenly becoming a clean girl one day. All of a sudden. Yeah. I'm not a clean girl. No. Yet. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, been another one. Great one. Thanks, Tamsin. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Um, bye. Bye.